You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Grab his dick and twist it! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick, dude. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good now that we got a good start, finally. For the first time in like three weeks, we yeah. got a good start to this. Hit the intro at the intro. Yeah, or the other time where I was like outside in Maine and like couldn't fucking figure it out. There was that time. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the real tricky thing, if anybody out there, if you're recording podcasts, and you're using this stream yard, you're probably better off no Wi-Fi, just using your phone. That seemed to be like the best audio going. Yeah. That was well, other than other than being home, like this is that helps. Yeah, the plugged in yeah. audio is so much right. so much sweeter. Right, not to make you play amateur shrink, but maybe you can help me with something here. I would love to. Okay. So we let we talk about ourselves on the podcast, right? Sure do. Part of the podcast. So I got a couple things going on right now. So one, uh, as you know, I hate to spend money hate it hate it with a passion i've had to fix a few things as you know baby number two we're very excited about is coming next month and just had like plumbing stuff that had to get done more like leaky faucets and stuff like that leaky like a shower whatever long story short spent way more money on it than i wanted to that's bothering me separate issue i'm probably consuming more alcohol recently than i would like and yeah listen i'm not 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 drinking either yeah yeah Um, cut water in here but so I said, ooh, which one? Mm-hmm. Lime margarita, the 12 percenter. Oh, no yeah, joke. Yep. Anyway, like I've put on some bad weight. Most of it's in the sure. face, neck, and belly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I told myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drink less and I'm going to spend less money, which is saying something for me, right? Like just trying to get back on track, both physically, mentally, sure. and in the bank account. Mm-hmm. You know how I celebrated that decision? How'd you do? What'd you do? Last night, I went up the street to the Chinese food place near us, bought a Mai Tai while I waited for like $75 worth of Chinese food. What does that say about me? Here's what it says about you, right? There is a there is a famous line from a, a singer-songwriter of our era named David Matthews. Sure. Who sings. It's actually an Epicurean um, from Epicurious. It's a eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we may die. Look. We're on this giant blue marble once, you know, for a couple turns. You know, yes, I'm glad. Money's I asked t- you. if my wife has taught me anything. Yep, she's like money's my money comes and goes, man. Comes right. and goes. More money, more problems. And there's a great line, and I think it's Ocean's Eleven. Who's the old guy played by? Uh, oh, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner, and he says, "I want my last check to bounce." Mm. Like I, I, hey man, like you, know, you can't leave it behind. Exactly. Mentality. You can, hey. but like fuck them kids. You know, like they can get they get their own lives. <laughs> you know yeah, you fucking I mean again no who yeah. needs a handout but I was just right. like 
I was seriously sitting there and I'm like, all right, and that, my the way my head works, I'm like, all right, one day at a time, don't spend as much money as you did the day before, don't drink today, that kind of thing. I'm like, I got a hankering for a Mai Tai. And this place up the street, one Mai Tai, you probably should get a cab home. Like this thing is <laughs> it'll give you it'll give you a wallop. <laughs> anyway. Ah oh, man. Um, listen, you know, yeah. you work hard, right? Thank you. Yep. You work hard. And I yep. you know, I know it's for four hours a day or something like that, but like, goddamn, like I've seen you work. I've been you in the work, building. You work 20 hours a week. You 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 deserve a little time off. Listen, no, but like all that whole it. time, like it's not a data entry job where it's eight hours of just sitting and staring at a screen. Right. Like you gotta be on for those four hours. Yeah, you try I would to. say in a regular nine to five, or you're on for about an hour and a half. Oh my God. I told you, I don't know if I told it on the podcast, uh, when I had one job a while ago when I was like just very, very part-time at the old station. And so mm -hmm. I had to do other stuff and it was like an office job and I was in a cubicle and I kept like walking over to my boss to ask him like, what else I need to do? And he's like, I don't know, man, like sit, are you sure you want to, like, he basically was like, just fucking do nothing is what yeah. he's trying to tell me. And I'm like, I wasn't wired for that kind of a job. I, I am like, not well, either, which is why I do what I do. do. Yeah. yeah, right. You're better. You're better suited doing doing that. Yep. It's crazy, but yeah. Anyway, that's this that is a run out the clock situation. You know, just like <laughs> if we move all this way here, we can do a lot more. But just no. nope, nope. Men nope. will often use sports analogies while at work, <laughs> just to confuse everybody. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, I feel a little bit better. I'm glad I, I came to the right place on this one. Yeah. So, Fuck it. Yeah. One day is my answer. Is the the too long didn't read? Fuck it. Who cares? Fuck it. Right. If you tuned in late, uh, Keith's having issues. Davey says, fuck it. Yep. Oh, good advice. Probably sound advice. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on. This week in the So, Ryan, I have, a, I have a proposition for you. So, I, I just had two Jesus, questions. We're, we're coming in hot tonight, huh? I know. I've, I've had a lot of time to think. Okay. So, House of the Dragon episode two just came out last night on HBO. It's a mm -hmm. 10 episode season one. It's already got picked up for a season two. Clearly, people are very much in on this show. As bad as the Game of Thrones series ended, people are in on the prequels insofar as everyone's watching it. I think unless we have like a red hot topic, we turn ourselves into a House of the Dragon episode recap podcast. I'm threatening you with a good time. The people are hungry for it. We've been getting unsolicited. You need uh, Game of Thrones recaps again. You need to do that. I got people at my wife's work being like, are they, are they talking about House of the Dragon on there yet? And I'm like, yep, that's what we got to do. It's so popular. So next week, we can sort of do the first three episodes as okay. like one thing. And then kind of start. Bring, which, what's Scrim doing? We're going to bring oh, Scrim back for this thing? Get them Thrones boys, see if they ride. Yeah. I know he goes to bed pretty early now that he has a, a day shift. or oh, morning. He's shift. big time. He's big time in us now. But then again, this is pretty big time. House of the Dragon is pretty big time. And I, it's stuff. like if you get if you're asking Shime to talk about Game of Thrones or he's whatever, in. like he's in. So you know who we could also ask. I don't know if he's willing to do it or has the setup. Courtney Cox's husband does a Game of Thrones recap newsletter. Stop. He legit, yeah, they had him on the air the other day. He spends four to five hours and writes a newsletter that's out later in the week before the next episode. Now, I, I am a big listener. What, Santos is his name? Uh, Santo. 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 So, yeah, Santo. I'm a big... I, hey, listen, I listen to EI all day. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get it on in the background. I'm a fan. So We could get both those. We could get both those those silly gooses on if we wanted. Yeah. Maybe. Why not? Yeah. 
Anyway, so that's that. But anyway, uh, season. I know episode one, you were kind of like, yeah, it's fine. What do you think of episode yep. two? Did you watch it yet? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it right after this. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. And well, I feel great because, you know how I told you I read kind of ahead and I thought I had too much spoiler? I mm-hmm. thought I was going to spoil like the whole season. I think I really only spoiled like episode two and three. Like, mm-hmm. I, So when I, going forward, if you hear me guessing about House of the Dragon or predicting, I don't know. Like, okay. All right. All right. So you're... By, the, by the end of this episode, they sort of showed a teaser for episode three. I'm like, yep, that's all I know. So, how oh, good. We'll, we'll be on level footing by next week. Perfect. Uh, how about the DC extended? What universe? the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? No, it's nonstop. It's non, it's literally nonstop. So, they scrapped Batgirl altogether. We gave you the news last week about how they have multiple decisions to make on the Flash. Even though apparently that's getting good reviews, it's getting like better reviews than like the the Nolan verse. Like what the hell? I don't get it. And since our last episode, they moved Shazam: Fury of the Gods from December to next March, and then they moved Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom from next March to next Christmas. This movie was supposed to come out this Christmas, right? It's now coming out Christmas of twenty twenty three. And what did they do? They just did something else too, where I was like, "Are you shitting me?" Um, I forget what it was. I think Shazam, Aquaman. The well, the Flash is still up in the air. The Flash is still. Yeah, they don't even know what they're going to do with that yet. And that movie's supposed to like again. That's supposed to come out like it's next a month. It's a disaster. It's a mess. And I forget <laughs> what it was, but I was like, "Oh, the the kid uh, Dan Lin is supposed to be like the Feige of the DCEU." And he's produced some like shit movies. They think that he's gonna like Good luck, fix man. this. Best of luck in your endeavors. Yeah. So that's Godspeed. that. I'm still yeah. like, is it weird for me to still be optimistic about Black Adam? No, I think they're again, I think they're pushing everything in on Black Adam as to right. like right. that's yeah, gonna I be like the blockbuster so. they've always wanted. That's gonna be yeah. like their yeah. Uh Jeffrey know, but... Dean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is sort of in the DCEU, right? He plays Thomas Wayne in flashbacks and Batman v Superman. He also mm-hmm. plays Negan in The Walking Dead. He has been cast in season four of The Boys, which is awesome because he did a turn as the comedian in Zack Snyder's Watchmen and yes. was very good in that R-rated comic book style. So he's excellent. I'm he's a big excellent. fan of this guy. He's yeah. one of those people that's like if he's in it's he, him and John Bernthal, I feel like are kind of the same. Where yeah. like if they're in something, I'll watch it. Yeah. Both Walking deal? Dead. Both Walking Dead yeah. actors. Uh, She-Hulk episode two. Thought that was pretty good. It's good. I, I, like, I don't understand the hate. I don't understand it. It's good. You know what I like with it? And I think they have to do it because if it's going to be a comedy and if it's going to be some fourth wall breaking, you got to go heavy Easter eggs. This show has already been the most Easter eggy show, I feel like, of all the Disney Plus shows. Oh, and there was one great line. You know the line I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, Bruce was like, you know, I'm not the same. Per- I'm not even the same person I was then. Literally. Talking about. Literally. literally, and then she looks at the camera. She's like, "Haha, yeah." Talking about something from the Edward Norton Hulk, pretty good. Uh, they've had a little mentions of some other characters and future characters, so I I like it. It's good. I uh, did like that, and I love the um, Shang Chi, yeah, tie in too. And they're like, yeah. "Oh, Emil Blonsky's gonna get off." Love it. And then they're like, "Oh, he's been found in this underground fight yeah. ring." That was pretty sweet. There might have been. I guess this is kind of a spoiler. Are we doing spoiler? I feel like this stuff pops up on Twitter. So is it still a spoiler now? I don't think so. With this, no, I'm asking you, like stuff from this episode, people are tweeting about it. So, like, does it count as a spoiler? Like, do we save it for the end of the recap? Because I was just going to mention one of the one of the things that. No, 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 no. I mean, 
they'll probably forget. I mean, what we got like eight more weeks or something. So the thing with the like a Wolverine tip off, there if you zoom in when she's sitting on the bed and she's looking at um, headlines of stuff on the mm -hmm. side, there's a couple of links. One of them is a reference to the giant human structure sticking out of the water from a turtle. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then there's another one talking about a man gets into a bar fight with like claws. That's okay. awesome. There you go. Maybe they'll okay. Well, I think, yeah, I don't think he's going to be in. I don't think they're going to reveal Wolverine and She-Hulk, but you know pretty what? Niche, just, but. just like when you you know they teased Black Panther like in Iron Man two or whatever. So so somebody said it was on Twitter. I retweeted it. It was today, and they were like, if the Disney Plus Daredevil doesn't start with the blip and him like not being able to hear like heartbeats or people anymore, Ooh. then they've totally screwed up. Yeah. They definitely like how that how he would have experienced that like that would have been pretty awesome. cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things season five apparently the final season is going to be eight episodes. Then again, they didn't say how long the episodes are, so who knows oh. how much. Content. And the last one's going to be like four hours long. Or something. <laughs> it's right. going to be a Snyder cut. Uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power had yet another trailer that came up. This series is going to premiere on September second on Amazon Prime. It's going to be two it's... episodes out the gate. It's weird. It's like a Thursday, right? Is, is it September Friday. Friday? It's Friday. Oh, that this yeah. Friday. Yep. And I've lost all track of date. I've just been drinking my ties all the time. <laughs> my head straight. I'll tell you what. This Friday night, I'm not going to be watching that. I am curious as to what the reviews are going to be and things like that. I feel like we have a lot on our plate right now. I don't know if I have room for Lord of the Rings. Believe it or not, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really into this. Yeah, kicking down the door to watch this thing. Nah, come on. You no, know? come on. Nah. Uh, speaking of that, Halloween ends is, uh, we already knew it's coming out October 14th and that there had been some debate about this or uncertainty. It will be released both in theaters and on Peacock at the same time. So that does not, that does not auger well for this movie. If it's being streamed now, can you buy it on Peacock or is it just streaming? Uh, I think it's, I think you just, as long as you subscribe to Peacock, I think, yeah, it's not like a Peacock premium or anything. I think it's just, you get it, just like the last one. So the first one was theaters only. The second one was theaters and the cock. And yep. this one is uh, also I mean, on the shit, cock. Even, even Black Phone went to theaters for a hot minute. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure, for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, this one's probably going to be trash, but we'll have to cover it because it is the finale and it's Dorktober, for God's sakes. So we yeah, gotta, yeah, we're going to have to do that one, yep. Ryan, did you see this? We had a lot of people send this to us. Did you see there was a wrestler? This appeared to be some sort of like minor league circuit, if you will. He was dressed kind of like Mario, and he was whilst wrestling making a pizza pie. So I did, and I saw him get taken down and almost put in like a figure four, and he's spinning the pizza like on his back. <laughs> he's like, just fuck? fucking flipping the dough. He's just tossing the dough and like. But also, as he's doing, he's like kind of like an old timey wrestler. <laughs> but it was also funny because like that was, I saw that back to back with a, a one. It was a guy dressed in a Michael Jackson thriller jacket with a werewolf mask on, <laughs> doing Michael Jackson dance moves into like a people's elbow kind of thing. It's pretty good. It's real to me, damn it. We talked last week about the guy that was doing it with his uh, uh, Joey Ryan, I think it was that. There's like the dick suplex. The dicks, yeah, the dicks, the grab his dick and twist it. Oh my god, dude, this is an MMA fight, dude. You twist much. that dick. Twist this dude. Twist this dick. Oh my god. Oh my god. The old dick twist. The old dick twist. 
Grab his dick and twist it. All right, we have so much to get to this episode. We shouldn't ah. waste any more time. Let's get into this. All right, it's time now for Should I Have Bought This? And it's brought to you by 47 Brand. Go to 47brand.com. Enter the hashtag uh, dork at pro uh, the checkout. Davey's wearing a hat right now. Sure 25% off your entire order. That's hashtag dork at checkout. And you need to send us things that you bought. And we will tell you if you should have bought them or not. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com is where you can send it. Picture, brief description, and, of course, a $25 minimum. Let's go to the YouTube. And again, if you're streaming this on YouTube, we always have a, a photo of it as well. And if you're just listening, that's why Davey's here, because he's going to describe to you what you see right here. Davey, what do you see right here? This one comes in from Thomas. So what do you see? So Thomas sends us a, what looks like a championship belt. Now, a, like a wrestling style belt with the strap and the, the fake gold and all of those things. But instead of your WWE john cena spinner thing we have red Sox logo so he has a red Sox wrestling belt mm -hmm. um which i don't know why yeah. you would parade that around lately um it's a tough it's been a tough go it has been a tough go for your boston red Sox. they the are local, not good the local nine are struggling but right yeah here's the story you're right you've described that very well uh, if that was a criminal somebody would pick it up in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. uh long time listener first time emailer so story behind this a few weeks ago wwe smackdown was in boston my brother saw this and lit up him not having the means to purchase it came up with a deal with me i purchased it on my credit card and gobbled up the points as he pays me back in multiple increments so this is sort of a little bit of a nuanced should i have bought this that is a nuanced shift see he technically bought it right he bought his it. brother he bought it but his brother's paying him back so i guess it's like should we have bought this is what this now, is yes should should we have bought this and also one of the things that with these belts particularly yeah. that you miss is one of the things that determines whether or not i should buy something like this is the weight here we go i'm glad you asked that yeah. i would continue with the email uh it is a solid 25 pounds Definitely made with some serious metals, not the cheaper plastic types they make the other replica belts was. It was, blank them out, buying this for him also netted me a sweet hat. They threw him in a uh, Boston 316 hat. <laughs> so they just kind of tossed that in, I guess, the vendor. Uh, he goes, it's also important to note, it does fit my 34-inch waist. Brag there on the waist yeah, side. Skinny guy. All right, so, all right, tiny. <laughs> he gave slim. Yeah. So should I have bought this? So obviously the most important piece on this is going to be how much was it? Ryan, do you have a guess on how much this Boston Red Sox WWE heavyweight championship belt costs? If it weighs, I'm going to go $10 a pound. And since he mentioned credit card points, you need to spend a certain amount of money to have significant points. So I'm going to say $250 for this thing. Mm, no. Higher. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. How much was this thing? No, no, no. It was more than two. Do you want to take one more guess? $400. It was more than that. Shut the fuck up. No way. No way. How much was it? $600. Get the fuck out. Play the thing. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry, man. 
It's oh. a no for me too, dog. Now, do you get to hang on to it as your brother? Like, is it like layaway, or did you give it to your brother and then? Oh, this is a or maybe this is a Judge Judy case waiting to happen. By the way, <laughs> that's a ton of money, man. That's a this is a small claims court. Your brother's going to say you never had anything in writing that you bought it for him as a gift that you'd never have to pay him back. So this is a hard pass. Not to rub uh, dirt in the wound, but unanimously. Uh, no in the chat oh. <laughs> across the board actually someone said f that in the a not not yeah. like no i'm not i'm not censoring myself that's exactly no, that's what, what josh said kind. f me yeah. in the a f yeah. that in the a yeah <laughs> three words for this guy andrew says fuck off if again that's, so someone brings up a good point a too. listener yeah 2004 that's... to 2007 maybe i oh, still say no yeah but yeah, Matthew wants to know what the interest rate is. That's seriously. a good point. What's the APR on that thing? <laughs> David says, get it off the screen. Get it off the screen. <laughs> get it off the screen. <laughs> hey, that's how you play right there. Folks love the game. It's a fun game. We're not hurting anybody's feelings. You just you shouldn't have bought that. That's a, well, that's the thing, the thing that Thomas, who is it? Who's Josh? Thomas? Who said Thomas? Thomas? Thomas. Thomas, the good thing about this is, is he brought it to us. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, has no ownership of it. He's like, hey, I didn't fucking... he's like, I bought it, but and got a mine. fucking hat, get a free he hat. Get a hat. So I, if I would not, I would have just spent twenty five bucks for the Boston yeah. three sixteen hat, but yeah. not right. Fucking six hundred dollars for that. His brother's the one that's on the hook for it. As long as you yeah. know your brother's good for it, unless he's one of these guys like, yeah, I'll keep, I'll get you, and he keeps putting it off. The next you thing, wanna, you're out six hundred bucks. I'm gonna mix family and money. You're gonna do that. <laughs> Yep, seen way too many Judge Judy episodes, my guy. <laughs> Should have bought a sandwich, skinny. <laughs> Should have bought a Mai Tai and seventy-five dollars worth of Chinese food. I am no longer a thirty-four waist after last no. night. That's for sure. No. Actually, I don't think I am anyway. That's the other thing. I weighed myself not too long ago. Sure, that was a mistake. Probably, I could lose. I could lose a good twelve. Probably. Yeah. I and yeah. I am I am at that point, not to like give you my measurements because that's creepy, but like <laughs> I'm a I'm a tweener size. So like it depends on the size, depends on the make of the pants. Mm. Like fine, fuck it. I'll t- I'm like in some pants, I'm a 36, some I'm a 38. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it doesn't. Well, no, it's the same thing like with shirts and stuff. Like I'm yeah, I I I'm in between extra large and large. So right. like I wear some extra larges and everyone's like, oh, that shit's baggy on you. And then I'll buy a large and like, hey, it's medium. I'm like, what's a fucking large? Like, what do you like for me? I'm in between sizes. It snakes up there this big. Sure is. Ryan, guess what? I have a quick email of the episode as well. This comes from Scott. This was, by the way, all one paragraph. Yes. And I'll just read it. Anyway. Like minimal punctuation and capitalization too, by the way. I've seen this email. Yes. This is how it starts. Anyways, I've listened to everything you have podcasted. Monday night is my only scheduled TV show. I'm a bit high. You have podcasted. (laughs) From Buffalo now in Alaska almost a year. Oh, Quad is a very attractive lady. And finally got to email you. Tell Davey, spelled wrong. wrong. This is to him too, but I'm not retyping this. Anyways, I was at Woodstock 99. And I just recently found out it was a military base. I remember Sunday morning waking up under some table holding a brand new can of Glade air freshener, either pine or clean linen, and walking around made it smell nice. It smelled like pale shit, must, weed, and unkept body parts warmed and walked in. 
Con- it must. It's supposed to be musk. You wrote must. You wrote must. I'm reading it. It's as it is. <laughs> Caught a trampoline from the Allman Brothers. Feel like I know use. Thanks. Oh, I meant to send this three weeks ago, but was sending it to Keith, spelled K-E-E-F, at Dork Podcast. No.com. Nope. Just end of email. So, again. Um, I, I would like to respond to Scott and ask you formally, what? Yeah. Thanks, man. That is that is just a nice train of thought. Even if it takes more than a minute. I did tell Quad, by the way, she got a compliment from one of our listeners, but I didn't explain the rest of the email. I just one of the things that I think is 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 happening here too. I don't know if Scott ever left Woodstock '99. I think he's still there, <laughs> walking around huffing a can of Glade. Why do you have Glade? It's not to freshen the air, Scott. We know what you're uh-huh. doing with that. No, just pounding the glade. Just huffing it. Yeah. So we have a, a jam. I'm going to keep this short because okay. video game minute, you, we picked the worst week to go long because GamesCon was this week, oh, or last fuck. week. So we get a bunch of trailers and stuff. I'm just going to hit some highlights. But one of the things that never, never ceases to impress me, why do people keep buying Madden video games? I think just to play in leagues with their friends. Even well, even NFL players are now bitching about Madden, like on social media. Yeah, Goo yeah, yeah. was having a hell of a time just even signing on to the goddamn thing. Walked just, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've had issues. Yeah. They've had issues with I mean <laughs> everything. Josh was that a letter from Charlie Kelly? <laughs> Dennis is asshole. Why Charlie hate? Because Dennis is a bastard man. But this could be the worst exclusive deal in all of video game history. I can't yeah. think of a single video game that over the course of what 20 years has gotten progressively worse. Like mm. and they haven't fixed it. And they, I don't think they have any intention on fixing it. But like you know they were like basically they just trot out the same thing. They just slap a fresh coat of paint on some bullshit, right? So like why don't you fix the bugs? I don't get this. I don't yeah. get why this is such an issue. It's like one tweak and they're like, "Oh, look, the rookie class." You're like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> bring back the goddamn mini camp that everyone loved. Like yeah. I would play the mini camp for hours. Mini camp was cool. Yeah. All right. So Gamescon happened this week, and I'm just going to hit on the trailers that I liked. Yeah. Because there were God, you were so many, so many. So uh, we finally got eight eight years after the original. We got a Dead Island two cinematic trailer. It's called Dead Island, but it t- looks like it takes place in like L.A. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. No. They call it Dead Island. Doesn't take place on an island. Whatever. Uh, the trailer was really cool. Again, we've been burned with cinematic trailers before, and Dead Island was a great idea that didn't really, uh, yeah. the engine didn't really turn over on that. So they get a lot to prove here, but I'm excited uh, how this looks. Uh, we got some new Gotham Knights footage. Uh, um, we got yeah. some Harley Quinn and some Clayface in there as well. It looks like uh, Montoya is now running GCPD. I think uh, they're going to push Gordon it. Being dead. To be honest, like they know that you you say Gotham and you put a bunch of these characters in, people mm-hmm. are gonna buy the game, people are gonna play the game. It doesn't look very good, I don't think. Um, I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. And one yeah. of the things that why do they have to make Red Hood so big? Like, why is he like tanky? Yeah, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't like that either. I don't like that. I want I like him a little bit more nimble. We did see speaking of nimble, we did see some gameplay from uh Hogwarts Legacy, the new Harry Potter. Well, it's not takes place before that, but like, yeah, the new um, 
this looks fine. Uh, if this is your thing, I think it's a little not my thing. Um, but God love you if you're if you're excited about this. Mm -hmm. uh, Callisto Protocol, which is like the Dead Space successor, looks fucking awesome and gory, and I'm excited for that game. Um, PS5 is now going to have like a, a pro controller called the DualSense Edge, Ooh. which has back buttons and cut. You can customize the thumbsticks and all that stuff. So that's probably going to cost like 500 bucks. Right. Um, we saw some new fighting from Street Fighter Six. Finally, some Ooh. gameplay. Um, there's a new mechanic where they actually, instead of doing like the the classic like quarter circle punch to do the now it's more like Smash Brothers, so you can do simplified <laughs> mechanics. So I'm I'm guessing this is going to be a hot button issue for the fighting game community, but I'm really excited to play this. It might be my next like deep dive. Oh, where nice! I just play this game forever. Very good. Um, there's this game. Okay, it this is the most the second most batshit thing I've seen. There's a game coming out called Lies of P. Okay, which is a steampunk kind of TikTok man version of Pinocchio. But looks like a uh, Elden Elden Ring Dead Souls kind of game. All right, super weird. And like Pinocchio looks like Timothy Chalamet, but he has like Mega Man like gun arms, but like all like steampunky. Okay, it looks really bizarre, but yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, maybe worth a shot. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a Dune MMO coming out there's a new dark pictures game called the devil in me with so you know the dark pictures that are like the choose your own adventure yeah. games so there's this group of people five people you can play as any five of them and they are trying to make a documentary in hh holmes murder mansion oh so it's supposed to be super gory what i think hh holmes is from new hampshire I thought it was, but it's the place is in like Chicago or something, it's right? In Chicago, but he right, he's from New Hampshire. Like, yeah, he's a, America's first serial killer. Yep. And the most batshit thing I've ever seen in my life is the new Squanch Games High on Life. Did you just see the trailer for this? Is this the one where it's like a little knife or whatever? Knifey. Yeah, knife, it talks yeah. about like eating ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's Justin Roiland and Squanch Games oh, made this. Yeah. And it's a first-person shooter, and your guns talk to you as you're playing. And it's just, I watched like a boss fight and watch when you actually meet Nicey. Yeah. And it's just chaos and just like the funniest shit. It's great. Like, you know, Nifey's for whatever reason has an Australian accent, but why not? Whatever. But he's yeah. just like, I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna cut these assholes up and I'm gonna cut their assholes out and I'm gonna eat their assholes. I'm like, I'm kind of in on this. Yeah, like this looks that bonkers I and it actually fun. looks really good the game looks cool oh yeah yeah, yeah. it looks good right. it looks good but yeah. it's very it's very justin Royland. by the way i still don't understand i know rick and morty's coming out next week uh, too yeah um justin Royland, i feel like does everything but like everything hinges on like dan Harmon for some reason yeah it's like what are they like a, a like team? he uh, yeah they are but like he's the one holding everything up from my, it's my understanding it's a deal where they like signed on for like a thousand more episodes or something right. but like, like right, dan Harmon is like being a dick about it. like i don't know whatever yeah, but yeah. that's davy's video game minute you can see i'll try to put as many of these trailers as i can up but um they're all good so check those out oh by the way davy just did an ama on our uh subreddit so if anybody's I'm interested gonna, on that, mean, like pick up the pod Fuck. i'll cut that out don't worry cut it out. Yeah. people hear it come mm -hmm. with them pretty soon don't worry so don't worry about that forget i just said that yeah actually you didn't even hear it because you been, didn't hear it 
removed from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, question for you. Y'all ready for bisque? Topic is your time. What's that? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today it is The Sandman, the oh. Netflix series that ran 10 episodes. And then they tagged on an 11th episode about a week or so later. It, of course, is inspired by the Neil Gaiman comic book, graphic novel, whatever you want to call it. I have one of the volumes here behind me on my uh, shelf. Uh, we begin, as we always do, spoiler-free with our TV and movie reviews. Ryan, did you like it? Oh, yes. Very oh, much yes. so. Very much so. Oh, my God. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. I wasn't really sure what to I say. loved it. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good impression of myself I just did. Oh, my God. That sounded like I hit the button here. It did. This is so ready. This is this is the board. This is what yep. Davey did before. I loved it. And now you do the impression. I loved it. I mean, I just want my own voice. I mean, that's easy, but like to maybe you were that. doing a voice the whole episode. <laughs> is that is that possible? I don't think so. Uh, where's the other one I have? Still bad. It's it has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection because my shit's fine. All right. Anyway. Um, we've seen such a wide range of comic book adaptations. And I don't even mean like, uh, WandaVision or Moon Knight or some of those where they take so many stories. I'm talking about like sort of one real run, right? Like the boys Mm -hmm. or preacher, which Seth Rogen both did. Those are both like, I think really, really good. Then like paper girls was fine. Why the last man? I stopped watching. I stopped watching. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy was shit. Was a pile of shit. And that's written by one of the best writers in comics. So Mm -hmm. it's like when they're like, hey, we're making the Sandman. You're like, boy, like this could go a number of different ways. Mm -hmm. How how much of the comic have you read? A good amount. Um, Some of these things that like these, how this is set up is absolutely perfect. And Mm -hmm. I I was going to get into this a little bit later, but like, basically what you have is the it's call it 10 episodes right the 11th one is kind of like attack on but like yeah, we'll get to that but yeah call yeah. it like 10 episodes right. and like the first it's like the first four are like its own thing mm-hmm. then there's five no the first five are like its own thing and then six is like a standalone thing and then the last four episodes are its own so it's kind of like trades like they do it so good like the way that a comic book would run. Yeah. No, they clearly brilliant. And clearly Neil Gaiman's like a big part of this. And that's the other thing I've sort of heard just from other interviews and things I've read is that say whatever you want about like DC properties, but they seem to work with the creators a lot more. Yeah. Whereas like Marvel will be like, uh, here's 5,000 bucks. It's like, wait a minute, you're about to make a hundred billion dollars off of this thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll take your your story, but you don't own the character, so you know, pound sand. Yeah. Where this is a little bit different. And so clearly Neil Gaiman's all about it. It's like yeah, a, and he did a he was the voice of the uh the crow, the skeleton crow the in the skull. animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was or Neil Gaiman, yeah. Cat or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That one. But and he's like tweeting up a storm about it because the other thing about this is it hasn't been renewed for a season two yet, which is outrageous because they're picking up shows, getting two, three, four seasons that I don't know who watches. And if you do watch it, they're not very good. This was great. And to Davy's point, they've only covered so much of the comic so far. I think nothing goes past like 
the first three trades maybe because there's so there's 75 mm -hmm. issues of neil game and sandman so if you picked up like a you know a three dollar copy of, a, of one book there's 75 of those so i think now because of this uh the show they've put it out in like four books but they're like you know five they're big they're they're, big. they're not yeah yeah but so they haven't even scratched let's call it uh issue 20 yet and no. that's what we've seen so far on the show so this is and long there's a lot more to go um but i was uh i haven't read all of it i've read like half of it and it's one of those things where i don't really know why i stopped there's a handful of books like that i've mentioned it before like 100 bullets fables i just didn't finish because there's so much of it and whatever you get lost in it but everything i've read has been great and i think they nailed the the adaptation of it did you have what's some of your other neil game and favorites though besides sandman i know you've read some other neil game and stuff uh yeah so i mean i'm just from the books like so i've, I've read more novels than i have anything else right, american gods cool. yeah american gods is by far my favorite mm -hmm. um i read there's a spin-off of that called anansi boys um so anansi is this uh west african spider god who's like a trickster god and it's like his two sons like go on like this little adventure mm -hmm. um the graveyard book Coraline uh his book on norse mythology like i've read all of these books and they're they're all fucking phenomenal like one of my favorite writers and you know uh, i haven't read stardust but i people tell me that's really good can't read everything rich you know you can't uh, but uh, american gods i would say is probably one of my favorite books yeah american um, gods was was good and, the, and a decent ha and again halfway <laughs> decent show that like i don't think yeah stars has the viewership that netflix does but uh Right. I think that did three seasons and they were all pretty decent. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. He also did Marvel 1602, which we've talked about before on the podcast. Uh, yeah. So, and I was thinking about that too. If, if he could get on board, I mean, if you're a Marvel actor, like you'd jump in on that, right? Like you'd be in yeah. on that. 100%. And then now too, like, even though we didn't love it, the idea that like of them doing what if, kind of opens the door up to people's minds that are like oh i'd watch this and i bet you could get benedict cumberbatch to oh to my god he'd be that. psyched he could he'd talk be... in his real voice <laughs> that's a good point yeah and Have so you... could tom and so could tom holland uh yeah so anyway he's really an, an impressive guy and uh again he's been going to work all all week on twitter kind of talking about it people are commenting on it because some people don't like the casting choices of some of the characters in this but that's a whole nother thing Mm -hmm. um the story i love the story and like davey already laid it out pretty well like it's it's not just one story this the like there is kind of one main character obviously the, the sandman but then they there's like three or four real like ch like pull kind of stories out of it yeah and arcs, arcs yeah, perfect them. way of putting it uh what did you think of the the acting in the show it was fine it wasn't distracting. The one, there was one thing that was kind of distracting, um, and that was Morpheus, the uh, Dream's voice, which has become something of a, um, a joke in our household right now. And I get what the actor was trying to do, and I forget the actor's name slipping uh, right out of... Uh, Sturridge. His name is Tom, um, Tom Sturridge. Yeah. He kind of talks like this. And I get it that he's sleep. He's dream. He's supposed to sound like that, but he kind of went a little too hard on it. So I understand what you're saying. I thought it was pretty good. And again, if you read it, like the book, his his like font and everything is like yeah. different. You know what I mean? And yes. like so, so at, when you read it, everybody in their mind has a way of how his voice is. 
And I assume Neil Gaiman sort of instructed him maybe on how he thought it might yeah. be. And I love that he's this all-powerful, what do they call him, the endless? Yeah. And he never raises his voice. Awesome. And it's just like he has that same sleepy tone throughout the whole he's thing. So, even when he's angry, even yeah. when he's sad, like it's the same tone. He's um, so powerful, though. But you're right. Yeah. There's there. He's one of seven endless, which is uh, death, delirium, desire, despair, destiny, destruction, and dream. So this whole story is about dream. And then there's a couple of those other ones that you see a good amount of. And then there's a couple that you really don't see. And a couple and that are hopefully if it gets picked up, you'll see more of yes. one in particular who I thought was fantastic. There's so much more story to be told. And that's mm -hmm. why this would be a crime if they didn't have more seasons of this. Right. This would be like, but it's different. But like the, when they stopped making Mindhunter, I was so mad because the show was so good. And like they could have kept going. But this is this is even worse because like it's already written. Like you already have right all the stuff. You know how good it's going to be. Uh, this was something that I picked up on. Neil Gaiman has been doing different interviews and stuff. Did you know all, all, a long time ago? Because the salmon he wrote this back in uh, it was like eighty nine and ninety six. Yeah, was the run. Michael Jackson at one point wanted to play Morpheus in a uh, adaptation. He would have been incredible. <laughs> he kind of looks like him in the and think of it if you made it then too so if you made it in like the early 90s right because it, it, if you've read the books i've read enough of the books to know that yeah. like yeah much like in the boys um huey's supposed to look like simon Pegg. yeah they drew lucifer is david bowie so you yeah. could have brought david bowie in to play lucifer which would have been fucking amazing right oh, on the heels yeah. of labyrinth yeah it would have yeah, like that so would have been speaking sick. Speaking of that, what do you think of the casting that they did land on for this one? And so you mentioned Lucifer. That goes to Brienne of Tarth and Captain yeah. Phasma fame. Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, I, I mean, she's she's great. And I think that there's a fight scene between the two of them, which was, I didn't know how they were going to do that, Amazing. but they did it very, very well. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I thought the cast was good. Like, I, um, I don't know if I have a beef with any of them. I didn't love um corinthian like i thought maybe that could have been somebody a little bit better perhaps but uh, like but that's the see that's what i love about that is that's the fucking dude from logan right yeah 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 he played um the fuck's his name the bad guy in logan uh yeah what the fuck's his name he's one of the Donald pierce yeah, Donald Pierce is his name. Um, uh, I liked yeah. Lucian in the book is like a nebbish, like he looks like a it's a it's a it's a man and he looks yeah. like a librarian. So I like the kind better, of updating yeah. there. Better in this one for sure. Better in this one. Um, Mark Hamill as the voice of yeah, you got Scarecrow. A couple, you got a couple of good voices in there. Yeah, he's Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. And I loved uh, Patton Oswalt. Brought like a little bit of comedy and a little bit of levity to it, which was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he was Matthew the Raven. So yeah, there were some there were some good ones in there. I, I liked it. And then David Thules as John D. That guy is he's he's the best creep. Yeah, yeah, he is the best creep. I love and like everyone hated it because it was so off putting. But I loved him in that season of Fargo. He oh he was creepy as hell. So good oh, in that. Holy smokes! Yeah, he he was really good. But yeah, overall I thought uh, pretty good uh, casting. Obviously a must watch. Uh, as of this point, end of August, is this a top six show? Yes. 
I think so too. I would have this as a dorky nominee as mm-hmm. of right now. Again, there's a few more shows. We'll see how House of the Dragon and She Hulk and Andor and some of these other ones. So, finish up, but this one's so what are your six right now? Your six top shows right now. It's got to be Saul, Stranger Things, this, The Bear, Barry, Barry, The Boys. What about Severance? See, that's in that. The Severin and then like Blackbird, like you have all these shows. Like I haven't even watched but, Blackbird yet, but in Euphoria, fuck. <sighs> by the way, Sydney Sweeney canceled. Apparently, she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't. And by the way, people were like saying like, "Oh, they're wearing like MAGA hats." Yeah, but it's like, her family, and my family's all dickheads. It doesn't make me a bad guy. <laughs> that, yeah, but the hat wasn't even a MAGA hat. It was make sixty great again. Yeah, but that, it was red and it had words on it. So you know what that yeah, means. But maybe it's kind of a joke. Maybe who knows? Maybe they're the op uh, whatever. Maybe they're not. Yeah. But what does it matter? Anyhow, who cares? Who cares? I don't. Yeah, I don't. But um uh dork score. Five and a half. Yeah, I'm go I was going back and forth on it, but uh back and forth on it. I was going back between five and a half and six. I'm gonna give it a six. All right, because I, I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Salva. That's I the only reason. Sixes, and that's sort of the beauty of this scale is this scale only goes through six. So like I have, like, I think every show that's going to get nominated, I'm probably going to go right around to six. Yeah. I think I had the stranger things as a six. I think I had the bear, maybe five and a half, but give or take, I want to go six. And I'll mention like when they, the 11th episode, so I already had it as a six. And then the 11th episode came out. It's two parts. The first part, I kind of was like, eh, this isn't great. And then the second part was fucking awesome. So the first part was a cool idea. Yeah, but, but I didn't really need it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really necessary. Anything else non-spoiler on? And then again, if you're in the chat, feel free to light us up with your scores of uh, one through six on the Sandman. Anything else? No, let's get to it. All right, let's do it. Spoilers! 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 Here come the like Davey said, there's a bunch of different arcs in this that really kind of stood out. And it was funny. I talked about this last week, how I had read the comics so long ago and everything that was in this I've read. And I was like, if you asked me two weeks ago, like, hey, what was in the comic? I would have been like, well, it was uh, I would have like hemmed and hawed. Yeah. And then as soon as they put it out there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember him getting kidnapped. Oh, yeah. I remember the serial killer convention. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, I remember all yeah. the different things that happened. So episode one is called Sleep of the Just. And this tells you the story of Dream getting captured by Roderick Burgess and then being held captive. And then what sort of the butterfly effect is of having the king of dreams isolated and not being able to go into the dream world for like a century. Fucking great start. Great story. And it's. Uh, the stealing of his items as well and him having to get those back. And what I loved is. And I, I, before I forget, I just want to mention, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but before oh, yeah. I forget, so like they do this run of him getting his shit back. And then the second half is like the dream vortex. But the episode in the middle, um, would you call them it? So the one with dream and death and Hob might uh, be the epi- best, the episode. best episode of the season. It's yeah. so good. I so love good. it. I love it. Yeah. And that's definitely one of the arcs. And that's another one that I remembered reading. So episode six is called the sound of her wings and dream finally has all of his things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. We can go back to that too, of him like tracking it down and he hangs out with death for a day. And by the way, mm-hmm. this is what I was talking about. Like 
people on Twitter, as you can imagine, and again, Twitter's whatever you want to take it and make it to be, but yeah. they're like, uh, death's not a black woman. It's like, oh, what's That's death? Then? Who? Have yeah. you seen death? What's death? Yeah, what's death? Oh, I fucking hate that shit. Uh, that's a bad casting. I thought she was great. But anyway. And what a and like I never thought I would watch an episode that would involve watching death work yes. and being like, I like that character. Like I she there was something about that actress and the way she portrayed it that was like this is gonna sound very poetic, but just like beautiful, like how that was yeah. done. Um yeah, Kirby Howell Baptiste, mm-hmm. who was uh in killing eve which is where i think i saw her um but she was so so good in this and it's just she's having a conversation and she's actually kind of like helping dream out you know what i mean like he's talking to her and and she's like talking to him but she's like also doing her job she's just going from place to place person to person and that part i like the part i love is the story about hob gadling yeah who the two of them stumble upon this is like forever like middle ages they're in a bar and he's talking about how he wants to live forever and he's going to live forever he's like yeah. somebody has to and like why not like why can't i live forever and so they and there's that in death and dream are there with him and they're like all right let's see i'll see. and it was the bet the every hundred years i'll come see you yeah in this uh, place yep and you it, got it, to see you got to see um dream as like the game in like 80s 90s like cure you look like robert smith from the cure yeah like that was so that was pretty sweet it was i i love that whole idea too and because death was just sort of like oh whatever like like let him be or then like dreams like yeah. no it's like this guy doesn't really want this like he'd be miserable and so he they gives him the power and the guy's like yeah fine and then every hundred years he would show up and there were times where he was like the richest guy in the neighborhood and then there were times where he was a mess and dreams like so like you regret this he's like what like no this is the greatest thing in the world like no of course not and dream couldn't believe it and then when he when uh hob hits him with the like i i think you need a friend it's like basically what he tells him he's like yeah. the reason why you did this is like you need somebody to like to hang out with and like somebody to talk to and then dream gets all butthurt on it and whatever yeah and then i like how it then goes back to and there's so many different stories that then tie back into when dream was kidnapped for so long Mm-hmm. then that you you go back all the way to episode one where dreams out of the picture and this guy goes to the bar and he thinks that dreams like mad at him and he's like he's not there he's like all right whatever then that bar gets torn down it goes across the street and he goes there in another hundred years and dreams finally out and shows up and he's like fuck basically like you were right and now those yeah. guys are buddies but i lo- i love that story it's it's such a cool story and like such a twist on because my initial reaction is like if i'm going to live forever i'm going to be miserable because everyone I know is going to die. And they're like, yes. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to. And he finds ways to like, and this is pre-internet. So like, he's like, oh, this is like the fourth time around on my own son or something. Yeah. Like he goes away and then he comes back as his son or something like that. So yeah, you can't obviously be in the same place the whole time where they're going to think you're a witch or whatever. They're going to burn you to death. And so like, right. that is always one of those things like for people who live forever, like how do they kind of get out of that? And it was, it was cool to bring in Joanna Constantine again to play yep. like an ancestor of hers awesome by the way yeah. sneaky good character so awesome character there mm-hmm. too that we will we'll jump back so let's jump going back to dream yes, getting so, going, shit. so yeah. going back so not only does he get kidnapped but then all of his stuff and he basically has like three things that he really really needs he's got a a, a pouch of sand 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 man yep man he has his helm which is a fucking sick mask it's scary yep. and good 
and a ruby. So these are all his things, and then all disappeared. Also, he goes back and talks. He goes back to the land of the dreaming, and he talks with uh, Cain and Abel. Which yes, is pretty sweet. And, and Goldie, the, the cutest goddamn thing. Uh, the baby gargoyle is the cutest goddamn thing yep. I've ever seen. And then he had to give him another one. Yeah, right. It was one of them. Gold. No, uh, the first one was Gregory, I think. Right, Gregory, and yeah. then that one was Goldie. Yeah, he had to kill Gregory just to get his powers back, and then he mm -hmm. gave him Goldie. But Kane's just always killing Abel, and then Abel yes. comes back. Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, but then he summons the fates during that whole thing, and you get you get all that. Um, but he needs the sand, and he goes after Joanna, Joanna Constantine, and he even makes a reference where we don't know if like in this, like is John Constantine? Are we ever going to get a John Constantine? Is it going to be earlier or later? Because he mentions how I've dealt with you for like generations. I've like come across Const Constantines, yeah. Constantines, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but that was pretty good. You also. Um, so you go back to the first people who kidnap him, and then you get the character of Ethel, who was in there, was with the fucking Roderick Burgess, then scoots out of there with mm -hmm. all the stuff. And so then you fast uh, jump ahead, and now she still looks young. So you're like, all right, some, some magic is afoot. Something Something's is, gonna, something is amiss here. Yeah. She goes to Buffalo, the great city of Buffalo. Yep. To meet her son, as John, one does, as yeah. one does, and there's John, there's fucking David Thulis, and they meet them. Fucking weird experience there because she also has like what is it like an emulet or whatever a protection. So she, yeah, yeah, so she can't whatever you do to her, that gets done to you. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. And then like David Thulis like breaks out of there, and it's crazy. Like she takes that off and immediately ages like a hundred years and dies. Yeah, and then but now he's super powerful. Now he has his thing. He's been locked up for a while. Mm -hmm. And he's out of there. Um, but then episode four is the one where Dream goes to hell. And I'm fascinated by all that. Like anytime there's like a a book, whether it's you know, uh Dante's Inferno or yep. whatever, like you're going to hell. I'm interested. I want to know what's going on. I don't want to know what their interpretation is of it. But he goes to hell, and you had referenced this before, but the fight Dream has with Lucifer. Yeah, and it's so they the fight happens because they start off, they're like I'm this. And it's like, it's almost like a game where they're like, it's it, so they say like, I'm a wolf and they go through the whole description. And then he said, well, I'm a hunter and blah, blah, blah. And they go, I'm so a universe. And they, yeah. And it's just like, I could, they kind of telegraphed. I think I read that comic too. So I knew what was coming hmm. and how he's like, well, I'm hope and what beats hope, you know? So, yeah. And that's how that ends. Um, it was pretty great though. Cause I thought, the devil or lucifer and like dream like it's powerful they're not gonna fist fight like that would have been stupid right like that's not what they do so they do and this the, yeah. crazy epic battle and i love that and that's what like we would talk about like thanos like if you had like all that power thanos name means death but if you have that that all that power like why are you punching you don't have to do that you know what i mean like and to them it's just like this elevated level of fighting where it's almost like wits yeah you know like you know, and so I thought that was really cool and a, a cool depiction of hell. And I love the the trek that like that's Matthew's like first assignment too. So he's mm -hmm. like, "What the fuck is going on right yeah. now?" So I thought that was that was After pretty. Sweet. Another Raven didn't make it, and then yeah, Matthew's down there. That was pretty good. Oh, so episode five is the diner episode. It's called twenty four seven, but it's the diner episode where John is in there with his ruby, and you see how it messes up people. And this was the episode. This was the one where like 10, 15 minutes in, I was like. You know what? Maybe the show, maybe it's not great. Like it's mm -hmm. good, and then all of a sudden, like when you really figure out what the hell is going on, and then you're just like so fascinated by ninety five percent of those characters in there you had just met for the first time, 
and just them telling their story and then kind of like doing it again and then like doing it again and like trying to figure out like what what the mind fuck is there and how about the tie-in too where um the girl who's like broke up with her girlfriend Mm -hmm. her girlfriend is the girl who's the dream vortex oh rose walker rose they're fucking right? the, the connect is it i think so the connections are off the charts i i i because you see her again okay like, i think yeah i don't even remember that so i'll give you that that's one. what i mean like it's one of those things like all those things are like woven in oh so they well. for sure are like they're constantly referenced before and like even like rose's um great great grandmother unity kincaid is the one like, of the ones who didn't wake up right from when he yeah. was captured right like forever ago and then like she yeah like this, and how like the vortex was supposed to be her yeah they even and they but, showed her and like was it episode one when they did like a quick thing and they're like here's the effects of like dream not being there and, like some people just kept sleeping and some people whatever mm-hmm. and they, they cut to her and they showed her and then like you don't really get the payoff for like eight episodes later right and then you don't get it until like the last 30 seconds of the whole thing yeah, yeah. where like desire was behind the whole thing the whole time yeah uh good take by brad in the chat the explanation that pure honesty were uh humanity would destroy itself basically without dreams and i think also just like the idea that people create like just how powerful dreams can be is right kind of like when you're thinking of like um like greek gods or roman gods for example and like all well, the maybe the romans are greeks there's <laughs> they had to do it for you <laughs> yeah, thinking of all the- or even the Romans and Greeks. <laughs> but if you're like, uh, oh, like you're the god of like the underworld, you're the god of the sea, you're the god of like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily put dreams very high. But if you really start to think about it, like that is a that is a wild thing to be in charge of. Uh, yeah, and just sleep in general, like sleeping yeah. and dreaming in general, uh-huh. you know, and what you can do. It's it's uh, and again, I I go to that episode eleven with the writer and like how. You know, they're asking him questions about how you do that. And I'm thinking of like how Neil Gaiman did this, like how deep you had to go into this stuff and how many different types of mythologies and shit you had to pull from in order to to do this kind of thing. Well, and he's the guy that, you know, has it all kind of figured out, Mm -hmm. you know, like you you feel like you're in pretty good hands. Oh, because also one of the other guys, too, in um, the every hundred year, the Hob Gadling episode, Mm -hmm. one of the ones that the that he first talks to is William Shakespeare. Right. Like yes. He gives him like, and he's a guy who's like, seems to be kind of like a fuck up or whatever. And then he like goes and talks to him and like, it's who may or may not have stolen his shit from the other guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you also, and you mentioned Rose Walker in there. So that becomes another major story. Like her being the vortex, her searching for her brother, everybody that she kind of gets caught up with and sort of where they end up going, which is this serial killer convention, which is fucking amazing which is amazing just bananas. they all have their names they all have catchers but they go there and they like meet at like a holiday and express and they're all just like hanging out they all have name tags talking and they were just like trying they i forget the fucking name of the guy they were trying to get but they couldn't get him so and then they got the corinthian to be the keynote speaker mm-hmm. which is like this huge deal for but there's all kinds of shit going down but also all the while you're having like the effects of these different dreams and the effects of Rose Walker as being the vortex and like what they can and cannot do. It's the whole idea of the, the living world and the dreaming world. And like those two kind of colliding. Cause her really good friend, uh, Lida, she's like now like seeing her dead husband in her dreams is now like, and then gets impregnated by her dead husband in her dreams. Right. 
So she's like, well, this isn't like all bad. And Dream's like, you can't fucking, this isn't, you can't do this. Right. And then there was the question of whether or not he was going to take the baby or do something to the baby. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I forget what happens with that. That's you know, sort of CBD. No, I think she's still, I think we, when we see her, she's either still pregnant or maybe she, no, she, she has the baby. He has the baby. Right. Yeah. Oh, but like, yeah, I don't think he's going to do it. And then the other thing too, is we get like little uh, glimpses of desire and despair. Uh, dream. And desire is the character that I was like, I need to see more of yes. that yeah, person yeah. because what a, what a performance that was. Yeah. And you get the idea. So, um, that rose is a descendant of like their their children of the her and her brother are descendants of desire yeah because um unity was in this is horrible but was impregnated as a as a sleeping person by desire and she right. talks about the guy with the golden eyes and yeah it's so fucked because when you first hear and that reminds you of like kill bill remember in kill bill when they were like the when she was like unconscious and like the two guys would go in there and right. like sleep with the people Buck fuck and he likes yeah. to fuck and then <laughs> that whole thing because you're like at first they kind of mention you're like well when they first when, whether you're reading it or whether you're watching it and you're like unity kincaid was basically in a coma for like a hundred years mm -hmm. but she's like but she had a kid so you're like doing you're like doing the math you're like that doesn't fucking sound right like how like right. you got to go back to that you can't like skip over that mm -hmm. and then you're right like then you have desire who just clearly is trying to like get after dream a little bit here too. And we'll see if that plays out. It will. Play well, out. it's funny because you think of like dreams and desires and typically those two things go hand in hand. Right. So mm -hmm. those things that you wish for or hope for or the desire mm -hmm. typically show up in your dream. So you think that they would have a good relationship and it turns out that they don't. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, pretty That's awesome. And I'm excited to see the rest of the endless too. And there is, a, there is it's someone real. mentioned it in the chat. Oh, there is, um, there is some mention of like old gods when, when Calliope's talking about, you know, who's going to come and help her. And they mentioned the facts, the fates mentioned the fact that like some of the gods are dead. Yeah. Like they don't exist anymore. The only thing that exists or that keeps in, in perpetuity are yeah. the endless. Maybe Gore the God Butcher killed him, and then you have a crossover. Nice. Actually, this is a DC yeah. property. So DC, so we're not going to do that. But if anybody's going to show, it's going to be Batman. <laughs> but the way Gaiman's American Gods works is gods die when people stop believing in them. So that's yeah. why, like, Odin still has, like, some power. And that's why, you know, well, because people still, you know, you say the word Wednesday. That's what Mr. Oh, Wednesday is named after Odin. So, like, people keep saying that name. You believe in him. So, like, that's a thing. So, like, that's how gods die is people forget their names. And that's the whole idea in the animated episode that you get out of the cats where they're yes. like cats actually ruled the world. And then enough humans started to like dream it the other way where they took power and erased the history. At least if you want to believe it that way. And right. said, so the only way for the cats to kind of come back into power would be if all the cats kind of had the same dream. So that little vignette reminded me of an episode I had with my college Latin professor. The guy was the head of the classics department at St. A's, this guy, David George. And he, he would typically like hit the pub like before our like Tuesday advanced Latin seminar class and would produce a bottle of wine during class. It was like a two and a half hour night class. We'd just like polish off a bottle of wine in the middle of class. Nice. But he had this whole thing where he was like, he's like one night, he's like, I was staring at my dog. He's like, I have a standard poodle. No judgment. He just was telling me what kind of dog I'm he had. I'm a dog guy, no matter what kind of dog. Yeah. And, and uh, 
not a poodle guy though, but he was, so he's like, I'm looking at my dog and he's like, to my God, to my dog, I'm God. He's like, you think that like this animal believes that everything I do is magnificent, that I feed it, that I provide it shelter, that I give it life. I'm God to this animal. And he's like, could you believe like when we were cavemen, that there was some animal that we saw our idea of God is just a, some huge animal that or alien that like took care of us. And he was like blowing everyone's mind in class. <laughs> so this reminded me of that, where like the cats are like trying to will themselves back into like the leaders of the world. Yeah. Am I, did I go a little too far on you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is like, hold on. Her sister was a witch. <laughs> so, um, no, that's an interesting kind of spin on it. Yeah, yeah but this whole this whole episode of like the cats and what a cat thing to do to like try to take yeah. power back from human beings oh 100 definitely cast a lot of cats of your cat fan but then they pivot to the calliope episode oh. now you you're the expert i am yes. a novice i would consider myself a very big fan of greek yes. and roman mythology like i yes. love that shit uh calliope and then she mentions her son orpheus which is a yes. very famous one even the novices know orpheus now in this version Calliope and Dream were together and had Orpheus. Yes. So Was, is the, the Greek version of Orf, of Dream. Um, that's She keeps saying his name, and I forget it off the top of my head. I thought but, Apollo was Orpheus's dad. Is he not? It's like in some in some versions. Like, versions. Okay. Yeah. And so... Okay. Um, I was wondering that when she said it. I'm like, whatever. It's a comic book. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure Calliope, like that part checks out. But yes, I thought she is a, one of the muses. She's the muse yeah. of epic poetry and like, um, like oral history and like all all that stuff. I Was believe it like Homer or Ovid or one of those guys. Both technically. Okay. Um, yeah, Calliope, cool. epic poet. Yep. So she's epic poetry, and there's all those other like. I like she and Ovid called her. So Ovid, who is a um, Roman writer, she's like he even though she's the youngest, typically this is like a mythology thing. Even though she's the youngest, she is the muse. Like okay. she's the one that's the most important. Um, and it's much like Zeus is like the youngest brother. Yeah. It's a good story. And so it's, uh, she's held captive by Erasmus Fry and they explain how he got her. And then he gives her to Richard Maddock, who is uh, a writer and fucking gives you the whole spiel. Like, Oh, I only need you for, uh, for one Right. one book and you're like there's no fucking way that's gonna happen mm -hmm. but like what a story and like they don't show you everything but it's basically like she's like well like i like i'm, I'm meant to be courted or i'm meant to be like whatever and they're like you know like i need to be i need to go along with it essentially and then right. like, well but you gave erasmus fry like uh all this motivation or whatever and she's like well yeah but he took it and you're like he stole it yeah got it so oh, in in every epic poem the way it starts is like especially in greek and roman tradition is like the very first thing that they do is they thank the muses so they mm -hmm. from what for what i'm about to do like it, so you have to offer something you just can't take it right yes. so that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. And that's the going back to like laws of like Greek hospitality. Like we're going down a weird rabbit hole right now, but I understand. But if you read any Ovid, Homer, whatever, like the very first lines of it are what they call an incantation. So you're actually thanking the muse for what you're about to do and thanking them for helping. So that's like the big thing. So if you take it oh, or like okay. anything, like that's bad, mm -hmm. which is what Erasmus Fry did and what Rick, Rick Maddock did. You know, and then what a punishment he gets rick, doled out. Yeah, huh? yeah, 
Uh, what a punishment. By the way, he played Rip Hunter in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I'm like, as I was watching, I'm like, how do I know this fucking guy? But yeah, pretty amazing, right? Like, he wanted a lot of ideas, so Dream gave him a lot of ideas. That's fucking all you get, then. And, and you knew something like was coming his way, too, because when he was like, oh, uh, Erasmus Fry, because he finds out Erasmus Fry dies like a year later, and he's like, oh, like, he's an old guy, almost just out of old age, and the lady's like, the lady interviewing him's like, no, no, like, he fucking poisoned himself and she's and like again it's one of like, those things like he says to him as he gives him calliope he says if you're feeling any sense of like gratitude have them publish a book of mine and my guess is like that's the book he wrote prior yeah. to finding her right Pro- probably the last book he wrote by himself um yeah probably and but wouldn't you now you're a good guy not. now don't yeah. you think there's a chance just from the interaction that he had, like once he got Calliope, talking about Matic, and she's sort of a, he. First of all, he hears the explanation of like what the deal is from Fry, and then he also hears a brief thing from her. Don't you kind of think if he freed her, she still would have helped him? Yes, and I think that's the whole point. That's right? the rub, right? You know, he you're in a, a a bit of a desperate spot, and you have to right. make some sort of sacrifice. And I think that she would have helped him had he so. helped her I, I think she would have been obligated to be like set me free and i'll help you and he's like how am mm-hmm. i gonna how do i know you're gonna do that and then he's like well just one just one because you know and then Crazy. you get a taste of it and you know but uh yeah i think if he f- had freed her she would have helped him out that was a great add-on episode though like like we said like the i think him getting kidnapped and then him meeting and then the death episode and then him meeting his buddy every hundred years and then obviously the whole thing with Rose Walker and the vortex and then the, the serial killer convention, those were the things that like sort of jumped out at you. Um, and I and love the Orpheus type. If you want the Orpheus, cause it's like Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah. Orpheus. Um, but I love that tie in too. And if you guys are not, if listeners don't, if you're not familiar with that, those series of stories, what a, what a tragedy that story is. The Orpheus one is one of my favorite ones. And like, I, I would always love the Greek, myths and most of them kind of well i don't know if most of them you'd know this but they sort of end in a way where it's an incredible story and then it ends with like and that's why you get spring and you're like wait what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like, that's why we have spring or that's, that's why yeah for a little mm-hmm. bit and you're like wait what the shit and you're like that's why grass is green and you're like okay all right nice okay, yep. fair enough. all right so we got to get a season two hopefully we get an announcement at some point but there's so much more story to tell it was so well done and apparently people are watching it like neil gaiman keeps tweeting out these things that he's getting about how it's like number one or like the streaming hours or all this shit so like i don't know what the holdup is uh netflix is weird with like what they cancel and what they kind of green light going forward like they'll green light fucking 10 shitty adam sandler movies but not this like God, don't lump him in with this you son of a bitch well, all right adam sandler's had two good netflix movies i will give him that but no but like even some of the show like lock and key just finished its third season like why who wants that that's another example of other like, than joe hill but i love joe yeah. hill but like so do why and i love the comic book but like that's that's a great example of like i've read both of these comic books they were both very good and then one was adapted into a good show and one was adapted into a not fucking umbrella academy was like hot out of the gates and just, and just, just took a nose shit. dive take a shit yeah all right anything else on sandman i love it i love it too all right pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb
All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose to defend a goal? Well, since you already spurled it, I will I will go. So I've been doing um, – I've been – Sorry, go ahead. So I've been doing uh, a Reddit AMA, which is fun. I get to answer uh, all of your questions and um, some good ones and some bad ones. Someone asked me why we are so adverse to fan interaction as I'm interacting with fans. Had to be a joke then. I don't think it was. Oh, um, I guess is it would be a joke, but maybe not. So it's hard the, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes I don't know, but like I'm, this is what I'm doing right now. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, I am answering these things honestly. So if you, if but you, yeah, it's uh, cool. So jump in there. Somebody made that a while ago, and I never saw it. And then somebody else saw it recently and mentioned it in one of our YouTube chats. So then I was like, hey, I'll go check it out. And then uh, people have jumped in there, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah. So someone, this is a this is a tough answer. One of the someone asked me if I ever in my teaching career ever met a kid who was like unlimited potential, but just like, couldn't fucking figure it out. And the honest answer is, uh, it's more of the opposite. It's the kids who are like, aren't that talented or like they just, their parents got a lot of money and they, you know, I've, I said, I've actually seen the opposite more. Yeah, where it's like, I, you have yeah. no reason. And again, I, no disrespect to the university, but some of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life have gone to Harvard. So Oh That's yeah, not that that is not. Rich can attest to that too. That is oh. not the gold standard for. No, the other intellect. thing I've heard about Harvard, and I don't know this to be true. I've never actually taken a course there, but what I've heard about it is like once you're in there, you're in. No, it's no harder than like in most colleges. Right. It's like you'd be fine. Like the hardest part is having enough money to get in. I mean, uh, qualifying to get in. Qualifying, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Playing a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my pick. You know what I saw, which was actually pretty good. The prequel that nobody asked for, Orphan First Kill. Come on. Paramount Plus was very good. Was it now? Well, I mean. Is it an origin story? Like four and a half at best. But yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Prequel. So like Orphan, I thought was fine. It was like a whatever horror movie back in like 09. So it was like so long ago. Right. And And it was one of those ones that you like sniffed out. Yeah. Right away. Oh, yeah. You knew what was going on. This one? pretty good i was like this is just gonna be like kind of cookie cutter like horror bullshit or whatever which even that i would probably like but i'm like this one uh it talked to me and it's free so that helps so paramount plus orphan first kill check it out i i also watched the show called it's on peacock i believe called the resort um oh, it has the one? girl christine it's christine christine melody the girl from palm springs oh okay and, and the guy from the good place and they're like they're this couple that's been married 10 years marriage is kind of fucked up for you know but they're trying to go on this vacation together sure and they wind up like uncovering like this mystery which happened like 15 years before is this a new movie or did it come out it's like a show oh it's so a it's show. A, yeah so i watched like the first four episodes i might jump back it slowed down a little bit um i haven't finished it yet um, all right it's decent you might it's, it's a who, good whodunit oh i like a whodunit yeah you know me i like a whodunit sure do all right, that's good stuff. All right, next week, we are going to do the first three episodes of House of the Dragon. So get aboard your dragon, because we are going to be doing a lot of House of the Dragon. But hey, fear not. Hey, hey, get fired up. Let me do that again. <clears throat> three, two, one. Get yes. fired up, because next week, House of the Dragon. We're talking one, dragons. Two, talking dragon. Caca. That's a bird sound. <laughs> that's a bird sound. Yeah. Fuck. What does a dragon say? I don't know. Got anything on that? Trogdor, the Burninator. Goes, can, not, can one person can one person that is an obscure like early 2000s flash animation pull 
But can one person who make a show about dragons just name a dragon Trogdor and see how many people get it? Please. I, I know one dragon who sounds just like Sean Connery. That was a movie. You ever see that? Uh, yes, Dragonheart. 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 Um, Flight right. of the Concords did a I'll Be the Racist Dragon. Have you ever heard that song? It's a very funny song. <laughs> I'll Be the Racist Dragon. Yep. Uh, so we're in on this. Uh, and fear not, though. If you're not a fan of House of the Dragon or you haven't watched House of the Dragon, we basically do half of our episode talking about things that aren't the topic du jour. So still tune in every Monday and check out wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Go to youtube.com slash Podcast. Monday nights we stream these. You can go back and watch them, especially if you want to see some of the should I have bought this and things like that. Email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com and Twitter and Instagram at dorkpodcast. Uh, that's it, I think. Right, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What did you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs>